everybody. This is News for International, a podcast original by the University of Hohenheim. Join us for stories for and by international students and tips on how to settle into your new home in Stuttgart faster. Hello everybody, I'm Dennis and I'm here today with Martin. Hi. And today we will be talking about exams. Um, so Martin is here with us today because he actually does two masters at the same time and is the president of the student parliament, right? Yes. Exactly. What was your master's again? My master's, oh yeah, I'm studying so in the agriculture branch. Mm-hmm. I'm studying agribusiness and crop sciences. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And you're doing both of them full-time, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, so I'm barely keeping up with one full-time master's and not being involved with the student uh, parliament. So I don't know how Martin does it, but that's why he's here (laughs) to talk a little bit about how he manages um, with all the work and the exams and everything else going on. So, yeah, first question, how do you manage to keep up with everything, especially during exam period when you have all the exams to study for? Well, I think that's a good question. I mean, like, that's a personal thing, I think, for everybody Mm -hmm. it's different. For me, it's, I'm just very strict with myself. Mm -hmm. I just don't really, like... For example, if I try to learn or if I try to schedule something, I try not to distract myself with other stuff, um, just with my phone or something. While I'm learning for exams, preparing for anything, I just put away my phone and notifications out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in general, I think it just a matter on how strict you are with yourself mm-hmm. and how you are willing to achieve. Okay. Things. So kind of like arranging your time very strictly and just sticking to it, being disciplined with it. Exactly. Okay. And does that mean that you don't do any other activities like hobbies, sports and stuff, especially during exam time? No, no, no. Exactly. Like that's a thing. You're not only scheduling what you have to do for work, you're Mm -hmm. also scheduling your free time a bit. So that's, I think, even the most important thing Mm -hmm. because the free time activities and everything you do around it, or your social life and so on, this just goes hand in hand with your with your study life. Yeah. Because if you don't do that you're it's hard to maintain it. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. It's hard to maintain you are like you're going down in a spiral of stress. It's not good for you. Yeah. It's not sustainable either. So yeah. this is something I did so many times and I regretted it every time and finally I think I'm learning <laughs> to not um, get into this like very uh, concentrated study mode. Um, because once you go there, it's like you can only maintain that for a few days. Um, yeah, you exactly. will crash, it will be too stressful. So I think I completely understand what you mean. And it's so much better to like make sure you leave some time in for sports or hobbies or socializing. Exactly. Things that will help you release stress. For me, sports is the big one, I think. And I mean, everybody always talks about yoga and meditation and how that helps. But it's true, I think. I've... Yeah, I mean, there's several ways how to relieve stress. Like some people do sports. I really like to do sports mm-hmm. as well. Um, but like, there are several other ways. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for some others, just meeting friends mm-hmm. or meeting, yeah. like going out, basically just going for a walk or being outside yeah. or just game or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, especially, as you said, sometimes when you're in this hyper-focus mode mm-hmm. and you don't want to do anything else, yeah. then it becomes unhealthy and you don't really notice it. And that's, I think, the, the worst part on this. So, um, basically, I'm kind of a perfectionist in some regard, and that's a big thing. I'm really, I'm really prone to stuff like this. I'm really prone to, like, su- suffer a lot under this <laughs> stuff without noticing it. Yeah. And um, therefore, I'm really, like, 
pushing myself to do sports and pushing myself yeah. to get out to see people and that's how I actually able to cope with what I'm doing and just yeah. balance my social life and my, my study life because if I wouldn't do this yeah I would isolate myself yeah basically that's and then you you wouldn't be able to keep it up anyway exactly. it also takes away the fun from okay this might you might not agree with this but it takes away the fun from learning because like at the end of the day we choose what we are studying because we're interested in it and in some way or another we enjoy learning these things so if you're just leaving everything else out of our lives and fully just concentrating on our studies then it becomes kind of like depressing and you stop enjoying the thing you're doing that you're supposed to be enjoying you know so i think balance definitely is really important and actually i have another friend who's kind of like you um <laughs> he has one master's only but he's working like 25 hours a week mm-hmm. um like he has two jobs Plus, he's um, a swimmer, so he's always, like, exercising a lot as well. So I don't know how he does it either. I mean, it's also, like you said, it's personal. Not everybody can keep up with doing so much at the same time. That's what like, Yeah, exactly. It's about finding your balance mm-hmm. and what you are, like, capable of keeping up with. And then, again, like you said, making sure you also have that time for what you enjoy, like sports or socializing or whatever it is that you need to do. To relax and release stress mm-hmm. so yeah that's something i think we both definitely agree on that balance is key when you're keeping up with your studies and preparing for exams but yeah yeah, yeah all this stuff and basically you asked me in the beginning especially uh, how i keep up with my lifestyle in mm-hmm. terms of, of university politics <laughs> and studying so um one thing which is very important i don't see university politics student groups or anything in this regard I don't see it on the same level as like studying. I think, I mean, in general, it belongs to the studying itself. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, like like learning for subjects, preparing for exams and so on, it's one part. Mm-hmm. The other part is, I don't know, like participation and different student groups um, in university politics and so on. Basically, that's also my socializing time. Yeah. So I, I benefit just through like, yeah balancing both of these parts yeah i think i relate to that in the sense that for example with cafete Mm -hmm. i uh, volunteer at the cafete and it's like sometimes uh, when i'm talking about being stressed or not having enough time for something my friends are like okay maybe you should stop doing the shifts at cafete i'm like no that's when i'm I'm relaxing and actually socializing it helps me you know so i get you with that as well um doing different things can help you um kind of focus on something else that distracts you helps you kind of relax so yeah but also something active like what i notice with a lot of friends of mine mm-hmm. um some like try to distract themselves just not doing anything mm. or like just like being on the phone for five hours straight or whatever and uh, what i notice is um that i'm more active mm-hmm. if i'm actively relaxing yeah, I get you. I'm the same. Because if I go into this really lazy, not doing anything kind of mode, then I also don't want to start True. doing work. Whereas if you, I don't know, like if you're active with your free time as well, then you're more like in that mood. To, okay, let's keep going now. I can do this and I can do that. And I don't know, you just keep yourself more motivated in that exactly. way as well. So yeah, I agree with that. Okay, I have another question for you, because I mm-hmm. think a lot of students who come to Hohenheim uh, from different backgrounds, different settings, 
try to understand um, what this whole like two exam period thing is. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought it was only for if you had to reset, if you failed an exam. But then I heard that a lot of students like to spread out their exams. Mm -hmm. into exactly. the, Yeah. So what do you think? Like, is that useful? Do you do that? Or do you like to just try to do all of your exams in one go? Yeah. Okay. I think generally it should be set, dated in the beginning that... Um, for every faculty, it's different. Like mm -hmm. for us, agricultural scientists students, we um we have both both uh, well periods after another. But for the economics people, for example, mm -hmm. this has like a four month discrepancy in between. It really de uh, depends on I don't know what your preference is. Um, I really do like to put all exams in the first oh, um, okay. period, so I can just relax afterwards. I don't have to keep my mind up for stuff. Other people are like, okay, I will just take both exam periods. For example, like let's say I have five exams, it's not like a normal schedule, and um, then I two, three, and one on the first maybe period, and then two in the other, and then I have two weeks for to learn for them all, or like yeah. one and a half. I mean, it's for everybody a kind of subjective thing. Yeah. Some people like it that way, some people never. Yeah. But basically the thing is that you can choose um, to everybody who's listening. Like yeah. You don't have to feel like you have to do all of the exams in one go or whatever. Mm. Like You can decide to split them up as you prefer. And I think that's something I like to do because for me, um, like I don't know, I'm just not able to study for that many exams in one go, especially if they kind of... Um, like together in two or three one or two weeks if mm -hmm. most of the exams are in two weeks time then it's really difficult for me to study for all of them mm -hmm. so i prefer to just have i don't know like two first and then another two or three first whatever however many exams i have because that way it's more relaxing for me in the long term i think i'm really not good at dealing with a lot of stress so mm. if i'm just taking it slow then i can take a break for two weeks and then again study for another two weeks for end of march exams so yeah, that's what I prefer. But exactly. Like um, like for me, it's I, I don't know. Like for example, last last year I had eight exams in the first period, <laughs> and uh, I really like the uh, like uh, I really need the pressure. I guess oh, I really wow. need the pressure to learn. Like uh, I had like a split of three exams on mm -hmm. um, three exams and then two exams in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's possible if you can really manage this and keep up with the stress. Um. And that's when I'm most efficient, actually. And then, like, afterwards, I always feel like, yeah, I have to learn more. Like, wh wh where's next stuff? And I, like, I should say that afterwards, I'm also burned out. Like, mm. like, you can do this for a certain amount of time, but you shouldn't do this for too long. But it's not, it's not healthy, not mentally yeah. healthy. One thing I should also say, um, if you put your exam in the second period, be aware that if you fail this that's exam true, or you can't take it, you have to wait for another year. Yeah, this that's, is true, guys. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah, only if you're confident about not failing it, exactly. or that you you're okay with taking it the following year. But yeah, but yeah, as we said, it's very personal. It depends on how you function best, how you study best. Um, like Martin said, if he's uh, doing well under pressure, that's good for him. I cannot. I would just crash. <laughs> Um, so yeah, do what's better for you. Um, don't feel like you need to, if all of your friends are sitting the exams in the first period, don't feel like you have to do the same. Do whatever is better for you. Um, but also I want to ask another question now, Martin, about uh, study tips. Because mm -hmm. 
I actually, I don't know, like even after studying for so many years, now I'm doing my master's, like throughout my bachelor's and my high school and, you know, primary school and stuff. There's always different ways that people tell you you can study, you know, making, uh, what are those cards called? Um, yeah, I know what's the German, what is it in long English? What were they called? In German it's Karteikarten, uh, in English? Flashcards! Oh yeah, cards. okay, yeah, yeah. yes. Or making notes, or writing out things, or just doing lots of questions, pra practice questions. Um, but everything, again, like, works differently for everyone, but I want to ask you what your most effective study method is. So mine is basically, as weird as it sounds, just attending the <laughs> lectures. Attending them actively. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not I'm not the kind of person who would write a lot of things down. I'm mm -hmm. just asking a lot of stuff and trying to like concentrate on what's going on like very heavily. So afterwards I can like, just take a lot from the lecture. And for for me the thing is actually if I write down everything if i try to to make notes and stuff mm -hmm. i learn less yeah i learn actually way less and uh, it's better for me to directly listen uh and i do this and then in the exam period like i don't know four or five days before i just start like just rereading everything from the material i have Okay. Or like from other people's Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good to share notes. I mean, yeah, I it is. A lot of people do that. But actually, like, I think I really agree with you about what you said about, like, not taking too many notes and just putting down the important information. Mm -hmm. Because I used to always try to, like, include everything in my notes. I, I tried to make really, um, like, long and um, detailed notes. But actually, that's really not helpful because at the end of the day, when you have like 15 topics to study for and all of your notes are pages long, it's just not possible for you to exactly. cover everything. Exactly. So And also, it's not possible for the professors to ask everything in the exam as well, like a one or two hour written exam. They're not going to be able to include all of those small details. Mm -hmm. So it's always better to focus on the main points, the most important points, and then like that's probably what's going to come up in the exam anyway. I really, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's, it's that. And also, I think you are more interested if you're just, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're listening and, and actively, actively participating in the lecture. And that's actually a, a tip I would, would also give. Like, just try to find something interesting in every module you, you have. Even if you don't li like it in any way, try to find an aspect which <laughs> really interests you. Just for reason, like, search for this aspect. Yeah. Because then... You have to way easier in learning. That's true. Uh, you're right, actually. And also just participating in class makes it more interesting as well. Like if you're, I don't know, zoning out in classes or skipping them, which, which I did a lot, to be honest. <laughs> and then you just sit down and you have to learn all this information. I mean, of course, it's less interesting because in class, all those small details that you might actually not need to remember, th that's what gets you interested for exactly. the main information. So I think... Um, what you said about <clears throat> just being active in the classes, being present, like actually mentally present, and only writing down the very key impor uh, information is what a lot of the very successful students that I know do as well. I've talked to my other friends who are really good at uni academically, they're successful, and they also agree with the statement that just being present in that lecture, being active, taking part, and then having very uh, concise and compact 
notes is really helpful, I think. Exactly. For a learning process. And then it's easier when you're practicing or studying for the exams as well, because it's easier to go through less notes, obviously. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, a very important note to take away um, about studying and how to prepare for exams. Do you have any other um, suggestions for how people could prepare for exams? For exams? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think here again, it's very, very, very much an individual thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I really do like to prepare just taking the original slides mm -hmm. to try to, to understand or like to recall what the lecture was, was telling me. Other people really need to make like summaries of what they've learned. Do what you feel like is, is, is best for you. And um, also, also, well, you should structure yourself. If you know that you need time mm -hmm. for your learning process, you should start early for preparing for exams. And if you know that you can do it easily in short time, mm -hmm. actually then just do it in short. Because that's how you're more efficient. That's how I am do, able to do two masters, just knowing that I can do that. Yeah. No, that's really important. And actually, you, you said something really important here. Knowing what you can do and what works for you is really important. So if you feel like you still haven't figured out the way that is best for you when you're studying, try different things. Like, don't waste your time trying again and again to make these really long, detailed uh, notes if that's not working for you. Try something else. Like... I don't know, when I started to try making flashcards, that was really helpful for me because then you don't write down as much information. So mm -hmm. I went from like having these really long notes and I was never ever going to learn all of it <laughs> to having very uh, concise, concise, compact, concise. yeah, concise information in these cards. And it was so much easier to learn. So yeah, always try different things and keep it balanced with um, your social time, your free time, relaxation time, whatever it is. And I recently actually started to meditate and I know it's something everybody says, but it is really helpful. Like just don't try to meditate for an hour because I, that's just not gonna like, it's really hard to just sit there and not do anything for an hour, but even like five minutes um, when you're studying, take a five minute, five minute break to just sit there. Um, you can open like a meditation thing on Spotify or YouTube Really, guys, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like these people I hated a few years ago because it was so annoying when you're stressed and someone's like, meditate, it helps you. But it does help, it really does. <laughs> Have you tried this actually? No, yeah, never. Try it. <laughs> it's just like it clears your mind and calms you down so that when you do start again with your studies, you're feeling more just like you have a more clear picture of what you need to do. So, yeah, that's what I'd say. But yeah. Anything else you want to say to our listeners uh, about exams? Hmm. Yeah, in, in general, I think um, the most important thing in general about studying is to know that the study is for you and that you're not studying for, for your job, for your family or mm -hmm. for anything else. You're studying for yourself. Mm -hmm. And in this regard, you should always be aware that it's fine anyway how you structure your studies mm -hmm. as, um, as long as you can get the best thing out of you like for you for me for example i don't i don't actually aim for getting the best marks or, or like anything related to this i just aim for learning as mm -hmm. much as i can because that's what i want to have for me like yeah other people are if you're very much interested in just maxing out everything and just mm -hmm. getting the best results everywhere i mean 
you would have other approaches. Yeah. But like, you should also like always just keep in mind that it's for you and nobody else can tell you how you should do it. You should find it out yourself. So take this advice for a little grain of salt for you. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a really valuable piece of advice, I think. Like just doing it for your own knowledge and for your own learning. I really respect that. But actually that brought up another thing that I want to ask you. Um, <laughs> what is your motivation? Because I think a lack of motivation can mean not studying that much because mm-hmm. you just you don't have motivation. Why would you study? So that's something I want to know. What do you, what keeps you going? What's your motivation? So actually, I just really, really like to learn. Like, okay. <laughs> I, very, like I very much like to just understand things and understand my surrounding. Mm-hmm. And the simplest part to get me motivated is just asking me a question I cannot answer yet mm-hmm. and getting me interested on that. Because if I can't answer a question, I'd be like... But I want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think a lot of students might not share that <laughs> motivation. Um, but I think that's really nice. That I guess that's what makes you uh, academically successful and helps you keep up with all of your unbelievable amount of work. <laughs> Be curious. Yeah. Be curious in general. I think that helps. Yeah, definitely. For me, I would say looking at the bigger picture of uh, where I want to get uh, in the future, that really helps me stay motivated because sometimes it's easy to just like, I don't know, forget about your bigger goals or something. And then you're just like, oh, why do I have to study? (laughs) But then if you look at the bigger picture and remind yourself what your goal is, that I think helps a lot. So yeah, find your motivation, keep balanced. What else? So let's try to summarize this. Stay curious. Stay curious. <laughs> and uh, take care of yourself and your health and your mental health. Uh, let yourself some time to relax and to enjoy your life. <laughs> Don't. Find out what's best for you. Yes, definitely. Find what works for you in studying as well. So, yeah, thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you, Martin, for joining. Thank you. And, yeah, good luck with your exams, guys. Bye. Bye. This is News for Internationals, a podcast original by the University of Hohenheim. You can find all episodes on Spotify and Anchor FM and listen to us every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. on Horatz Campus Radio. Reach out to us and enrich this podcast with your own stories. And don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>